Hello, family and friends. I'm excited again for day two with Doug and Deb Schoenfelder from Mitchell, South Dakota, which, by the way, is about 20 minutes north of my hometown, the greatest city in America, Parkston, <laughs> South Dakota. And, of course, Doug and Deb would, would debate that because they're from Dimmock, which is where my mother's from, so I love Dimmock, too. But let's go ahead and go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we are so thankful. You are such a good God, a gracious God, a loving God. And your mercies are new every day. And we just thank you, Father, that this testimony is touching the hearts of many people throughout this country and throughout the world. And thank you again today for speaking through Deb and Doug that everything that you have, Father, not to leave out anything that would would help somebody, Father. So I'm just so thankful for them sharing, Father, and and speaking through them today, Father, in the precious name of Jesus, amen. Deb, I'm gonna kick it back over to you, and if Doug's got something to add, just give it to him. Well, I think we kind of left off yesterday where Doug and I had gotten married. So we continued going to the church that we were both raised in. And my fear came true. I was fearful that without the fellowship and the leadership that I was receiving in college, that without that, I would become stale, and I very much did. Became very stale in my faith, kind of going through the motions. And in the meantime, we had our children, and they, of course, went to church with us and they were taught in the same ways that my husband and I were and but I knew in my heart that things should be different and I struggled with them learning things and going through certain rituals that I really didn't agree with and believe in anymore felt very much like a hypocrite and was really struggling especially with my you know with raising my children at that time some friends of ours were at our house and the girlfriend of mine said that there was a concert that she was interested in going to in Ethan and I said oh well yeah I would like to go with you And so we went to this concert, and it was during that that my faith was ripped so raw that I cried through the entire concert. And I just knew that my life had to change, that I had to find fellowship again. I had to refresh my faith and so the lady that did the concert her name is Deb Wiedla she just totally had such a wonderful testimony and was so bold in her faith that I was truly ashamed of my own at the time then and I just felt like I just had to write to her, to tell her what an impact she had made on me. And I just needed to tell my story to her. And so I wrote my entire story from, you know, going to college and 
marrying my husband and sent it to her and it didn't take any time at all for her to contact me and she I I can't remember if she wrote me back or if she called me or I can't remember that part of it but anyway we began meeting and having pie at Perkins (laughs) and um, we would just have wonderful talks she really wanted to help me find what I needed and she invited me to a women's Bible study in Mitchell and I was living at Demick at the time and so started going to that Bible study which was a total blessing my husband didn't really understand why I needed it but he was very supportive of it and he never tried to sway me from it at all anyway being as I felt like such a hypocrite in, in my church and still for my children, I decided that I was going to become more active in my church. Instead of trying to put it down all the time, I was going to try to, to make things better. So I became a, um, a teacher and I tried to start a women's Bible study in my church, but it wasn't really well received because the leader of the church had to was very strict in what type of study I could lead and was just putting up a lot of barriers. And when I was teaching, I think I was teaching like third grade or second grade, somewhere in there. Kids were little, so intimidated. And I bought Bibles for my classroom. And so I started teaching them, you know, how to look in the Bible, how we would read from the Bible. And, you know, everything was was going okay. And then I got a job as a parish nurse. And I don't know if any, a lot of you are familiar with that, but it's, it's a real... It's an awesome position. It's um, a real holistic nursing where you visit people, you pray with people, you are able to help them with their health needs. And it was just a wonderful, wonderful job. But it was not with the same denomination of church that I was attending. Anyway, the leader of the church that I was attending became very... Oh, I don't know how to what to even say as the word, but defensive or I don't know, or paranoid or whatever. But he then told me that I had to quit teaching in that church. So the tension from the the leader of the church was very evident because I was working as a nurse in a different denomination of the church. And using Bible to teach the kids rather than the curriculum, or kind of in addition to the curriculum that they gave us to teach the kids. And also kind of telling them that this was a huge issue for me. I I came home crying the one day when the kids had to go to confession and they were scared. And I just wanted to let them know that it's Jesus that is forgiving you, not the man you're talking to. 
it was just heartbreaking for me to see the children worried about the process and the details of the wording that they would have to say rather than having a a true repentant heart and realizing that Jesus is the one that forgives. Um, no one else. Jesus only. And so that that part is what really broke my heart is to see these kids spreading over the details. And we'll continue tomorrow. All right, Deb, we can't wait for tomorrow. And let's go ahead and pray. We're so thankful, Father, that you are such a merciful God. And you gave us your Bible. And in John 1, it says, Jesus is the word. And and we don't have to, to wonder what Jesus' heart is. We just have to read our Bible and we can find out everything about him and everything about you, Father, because he did everything in line with your will. So we're just so thankful for the word of God. It's a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. And we're just thankful for these messages. Excited about tomorrow, Father. We just thank you for sending your son Jesus to die on that cross at Calvary. In his precious name we pray, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. We love you all. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.